Lord a big hand. Let's give the Lord a hand. Amen. How's everybody doing today? How's everybody doing today? Amen. We have visitors today. Raise your hand if you're a visitor. God bless you. God bless all the visitors. Give them a big hand. God bless y'all. God bless y'all. We want to welcome everybody watching online and watching in uh, Coronado and watching in East County, North County, San Ysidro on our microsites. Uh, let's give all those people a warm, warm welcome. God bless y'all. Let's all stand and pray. We have a very exciting day. So we're going to do something different today again. Yes. How many of you are having a bad day? Raise your hand. Okay, we're going to pray for you. This is a place to be. Lord, we thank you that uh, we can come to you with our problems and our burdens. You said we should cast our burdens on you because you care for us. So I pray you encourage those people who are struggling, not only today but in life. I pray you reassure them that you know exactly what is going on and you have a plan. You've got them through, you've got us all through countless times before. I pray you just reassure them right now. The devil's lying, lying to them that this is the end. The devil's lying to them. There's no hope. There actually is hope. And I pray you reassure them of that. Lord, challenge us today. Bless us today in Jesus' name. In the name of the Jesus, amen. Say hello to someone next to you. Say hello to someone next to you. Give them a hug. Quick announcement, last week we launched an, an app called Gospel Central. Uh, the, the instructions on how to download the app is in your bulletin. You could text gospel to the number in your bulletin. I uh, won't take time to do that right now, but I want to ask you to do that this week. Uh, but I want, do want to share a few stats with you about the app and, if, and actually tell you what the app is about. Uh, we are going to collect and have collected uh, a couple hundred, a couple, 250, um, testimonies, the app is going to design to teach you how to share your testimony, which is what we're going to practice today. But the purpose of those testimonies is for you to share with somebody else because at the end of every testimony is a gospel presentation. And so the purpose of the app is to empower you to share your faith, uh, the faith of Jesus Christ with people you know or don't know. You may meet somebody that just got out of prison or uh, just got off drugs or struggling with addiction. You can actually search in the app for a testimony of someone who's been through what they're going through and send them the testimony. And you can put it on fa put, uh, testimonies on Facebook, uh, Twitter, tweet it out, tweet it out, Facebook, uh, email, text it, whatever. And the purpose is to send these testimonies to people so they can actually watch a testimony and then at the end hear a gospel presentation. And if they accept Christ, we will start to send them electronically information over their phone or in their computer to follow up with them. Amen? That's the purpose of the app. So we want to share a few, few uh, stat statistics. First, we had a goal, we still do have a goal from March 1st to April 19th to lead 15,000 people to the Lord. So 15,000 is our number. Everyone say 15,000. Where do we get that number? We have about 15,000 people in church every week. There's about 25,000 or so who come here on a monthly basis. So it's about 25, 30,000 people who come to church here. But we count who's here on Sunday. There's about 15,000 people here on Sunday. And the challenge is that every single one of you 
would utilize the tools we're going to give you this month to lead one person to the Lord. That's it. Just one. How many of you know somebody in your life that you care would get saved that's not saved right now? Raise your hand. Okay. So we're going to equip you this month to, to give them the best opportunity to be saved and the people you don't know. Some of you are going to meet today, tomorrow, next week, that you can lead to the Lord right on the spot, and then we can start following up with them. So the goal is that you would say, you know what, I just want to get one. That's all you got to do is think about you getting one, and we'll blow 15,000 out of the water. Amen? Amen. So uh, today, on as far as downloads, we have, what's the next, next slide there? We have downloads. We have 3,200 people downloaded the app. So we're going to ask you to download the app today. Uh, and then we've had 254 videos recorded. And most of that happened bef uh, from our staff, so we want you to record your video. And again, the app will teach you how to share your testimony. We are going over the same instructions here in the church. So you're going to get it on the app and you're going to get it on here. And we're actually going to practice it today. Um, and then we had, guess how many salvations we've had since March 1st, 6,259 salvations. Amen. Amen. Let's give a hand for that. Now, I don't know if you hesitated because ah, it's not that big a deal or you didn't believe it or whatever it is. But last year in total we had 12,000 people get saved. This is since March 1st. Now, let me tell you this. Uh, that's the good news. The, the, the news that's going to be good in a few weeks is this number. Is that out of that 6,200, only 19 came from Gospel Central. So it's new. I get it. So, you know, we're just, we're just warming up. Amen. In other words, that 6,200 ain't from y'all. Just That's my point. <laughs> So, so <laughs> I don't want you to be like, oh, I don't need to do anything. No, you still need to do something. Because if, if you didn't facilitate anyone getting saved, which you probably didn't because only 19 people did, then you still got work to do. That's fine. We're still, we're still in the beginning. we got another month to go. Amen? That means inviting them to Easter and doing the stuff we're going to teach you today. Amen? Okay, so uh, I think that was it. Let's see your Bibles. Let's see your Bibles. we got some exciting. Today's going to be so good. On three, say word. One, two, three, say word. Very good. Turn to Matthew chapter 4. Matthew chapter 4. Now, if you are new and you're saying, man, that pastor is hyped, I am. <laughs> it is not your imagination. I am hyped. Because <laughs> we're getting ready to do something really wild today. I'm just going to tell you what it is. Right after you get to Matthew 4, Matthew's the first book in the New Testament. Matthew 4. We are not going to do an altar call today. You are going to do the altar call. What does that mean? That means you are going to lead someone to the Lord right next to you. Well, if they're not saved, I mean, if they're already saved, then you can practice. Okay. So what you should have in your hand is your Bible, your lesson plan, a pen. Everybody got that? And this card. Do you have a card like this? If you don't have a card like this, raise your hand. We'll get you one really quick. All these people, we were handing them out when you walked in. Ushers, please, uh, if we can get cards to these people real quick. Keep your hand up. We need this card. All the ushers, there should be someone walking near you. Just keep your hand up high. We, we need ushers down here in front, all around here. Here they come, here they come. We need to hold all these gang of people over here. Amen? Get that card. Okay. This card you should keep with you at all times. This card you should keep with you at all times. This card has a gospel on it and also has a way for you to get follow-up material to anyone you lead to the Lord. And we're going to talk about that here in a few minutes. we get the ushers to get all those people, get those cards. Okay. Tell you a story. My wife and I met in 1980. We dated for four years 
without Christ in our life, we broke up and got back together about 1,500 times. <laughs> Often we didn't know, at least I didn't know whether we were together or broke up. So we had to ask each other, we broke up so we can get back together. And if we're together, let's break up. We didn't know what to do. We were just confused. And it was 100% on me because I was a non-committal brother. I just wanted to, you know, didn't know what I wanted. Didn't realize what a beautiful woman I had. A uh, special woman I had. Love you, baby. <laughs> I got saved April 12, 1984, which my spiritual birthday is coming up. And on that day, I stopped doing cocaine, smoking marijuana. I got back with my girlfriend, who's now my wife. And, and because um, I was giving my life to the Lord, we decided we cannot be sleeping around anymore. So we got married really quick. <laughs> so we got engaged and married in 11 days. Uh, not, not from that day, it was a few months later, but we got engaged and married 11 days. And when I asked her to marry me, we were sitting on the couch in my apartment and I, you know, got out the ring and she was all crying and stuff. And I said, will you marry me? And 11 days, we got married. We flew to Vegas, I got married, came back same day uh, because that was when I was playing with the Chargers at the time. We only had one day off and I didn't want to wait till the end of the season because I had to wait till the end of the season. So I didn't want to wait till the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get an amen from all the fellas in here? Amen, amen, amen. I was trying to, I was trying to honor the Lord. <laughs> so we got married real quick. Actually, we got, came back right that, that same day. And, um, uh, and well, what happened was I asked her to marry me. And then 11 days later, we actually got married. So it was an invitation to a relationship. And then it was a consummation of that invitation. When you ask Christ to be your Savior, you are, what you are saying to God is, God, I am saying yes to the invitation into a relationship. And then you are entering into that relationship. You're not joining an organization. You're joining the, 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 the global family of God. But when two people get married, God designed marriage between a man and a woman to, to symbolize the Lord and the church, his bride. So when you see two people who are married, you're seeing two people Two becoming one, it is a physical representation or visible representation of salvation. That's what that is. And so when you ask someone to marry you, you're in, inviting them into a relationship. And then when you get married, you are actually joining yourself as one with that person. And by the way, it's always accompanied with vows. And so when you say a sinner's prayer, all you're doing is saying, yes, Lord, I accept the invitation into a relationship. And here are the vows. I'm a sinner. You're the Lord. You forgive me. I surrender my life to you. And I obey you. That's the vow. It's just a prayer. And so when you, when, you, when you ask Christ to be your Savior, all you're doing is saying, yes, I accept your invitation, and yes, let's get married and be one. That's what it is. It's not even, it is a metaphor, but it's literal. That's what, the, that's what our, our, our wedding in, in, on, on, the plant, on in earth in human terms is a metaphor for what's happening spiritually when you get saved. And so today we're going to talk about that. Now, uh, in, in, when you share your testimony, your share, testimony has three parts. These three parts we're going to share in church. We started last week. We're going to continue this week and next week. Each part we're going to practice each week. And on the app, it teaches you this very same thing. It is I was. Everyone say I was. I say then Jesus. Jesus. That's when you accept the invitation you get saved. Since then. Right, so you're going to say, before I was, before I was Christ, here was my life. Then I got saved. And then since I got saved, here's how my life is. And by the way, you never want to say, because it's not true, my life is perfect. Because it's not. Since then, I'm walking with God and here's how he's changing my life. Okay? Follow me? 
Yes, so let's look in the Bible, just a couple of instances. Matthew chapter 4, real quick. Matthew 4, it says, chapter 4, verse 18. Jesus walking by the Sea of Galilee saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Say, follow me. Then immediately they left their nets and followed him. They said, Lord, we accept the invitation. Going on from there, he saw two brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, in the boat with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets. He called them, and immediately they left their boat and their father and followed them. They, they accepted the invitation. Turn to Matthew chapter 9. It says, Jesus passed on, 9 verse 9, Jesus passed on from there and he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the tax office and he said, follow me. Everyone say, follow me. So he arose and followed him and it happened as Jesus sat at the, t at the table in his house that behold many tax collectors and sinners came and sat down with him and his disciples. So what Jesus said to Matthew, Matthew was in the act of sinning. Well, a tax collector was a very hated person in the, in the, in the culture because they stole from people. And Jesus said while he was doing his job, he said, I invite you to something else. And the guy said, okay. Now, I'm not saying you have to leave your job today. That's going to be between you and God. But what I am saying is that you have to say to your life, life, I am going to follow Jesus as my master. That's what salvation is. I am now repenting of my old life and I'm going to do what God wants. It's accepting the invitation. So when we share our testimony, we, we start with I was. And we say I was. Which is, he was what my life was before. And then we say, then I accepted Christ into my life. And whenever you share your testimony, you want to be able to articulate what that was like. Okay? So now take out your lesson plan. Take out your lesson plan. Which I cannot find mine. Oh, here it is. Take out your lesson plan. And I'm going to read through this with you. And then we're going to see a skit. And then we're going to practice. So if you look in lesson plan, it should say at the very top, my story, I was, that side of your lesson plan. And then it says, I was. Everyone say, I was. I was. Does everybody see that? So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to read through this and, and tell you kind of how it goes. It's, there's no fill-ins. There's nothing there because it's going to be your story. And, and I'm going to propose to you that you're going to fill this in in a few minutes. I'm going to read through it. We're going to see a skit. Then you're going to fill your version in. And then we're going to take time to actually share it with the person next to you. Now, share it with the person you know. Share if you if you say, you know, I don't like talking to people. Uh, I mean, if that's how you are, then that's fine. Then talk to yourself. <laughs> how many of us talk to ourselves? Okay, there's a medical term for that, and it's really not really good. But that's. <laughs> but just do what you do when you're at home. Talk to yourself when you're in your car. Uh, uh, and then we're going to, so we're going to, I'm going to read through it. You're going to see a skit. Then we're going to write it out. And then we're going to practice. And what's going to happen is people are going to get saved right here by you talking to them. Why? Because I have no magic. It's in the truth. You have the truth. I have the truth. The same truth. Holy Spirit's going to speak to somebody. We had about seven people and just in here get saved. We had nine people get saved by filling out this card today. More than came forward. Okay. It's not, there's no magic. It's the Holy Spirit speaking to people's hearts. Amen? So I'm going to read through this. Let's read through it real quick. It says, 
and, and I'll fill in the blanks hypothetical so you can know kind of what you can write. My name is Miles. And you would write your name. Is that clear? That's, it's really simple. This, this is so simple. You're going to think, it, it, there's got to be more to it. There's not. So you know your name. Can I get an amen? amen? Okay. I grew up in wherever you grew up. Before giving my heart to God, my life was empty, lost, confused, dark. I believed, I, and by the way, if, if, as I'm doing this, if you want to write whatever that you feel comfortable, just start writing. I believe I would be happy if I got high, did drugs, made money, slept around, whatever. For example, it would not be uncommon for me to sleep around with three, three girls a week or get high, get drunk, go to the bar every night, whatever, to try to fill the emptiness in my heart. After a while, my behavior began to make me feel empty, lost, confused, dark, lonely, suicidal, and that wasn't working for me. That was the I was. That's how your life was before Christ. You put your version. Then it says, then Jesus. Everyone say, then Jesus. At this point in my life, my belief about God was what? Non-existent. I was religious. I was in a cult. I was agnostic. But it wasn't until I heard or experienced the gospel, a sermon, a radio program, and that Jesus loved me, wanted to forgive me, knew who I was, that I began to consider trusting God with my life. I finally decided I wanted to receive Jesus as my Savior. So when I was in church, driving down the street, sitting in the park, talking to somebody, I proceeded to pray or receive Christ. Afterwards, I didn't view Christianity, reading the Bible, prayer, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't view drugs, pornography. <laughs> Get it right, Pastor. <laughs> I, afterwards, I didn't view all the other stuff that I, you know, those things that you used to do. I didn't view drugs, sleeping around, pornography, stealing, cheating, money, things as my ultimate source of happiness anymore. I now know that the only way to finally receive joy and contentment is blank. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Take a deep breath in. Yes or no? Yes. Ah, that's what I like. Turn it over. Here's where it gets funky fresh. <laughs> right in the middle of your lesson plan, it says Matthew 4.18, Matthew 9.9, Luke 19.10. See that? So after you, after you write what I just said, I'm going to give you time to share it with the person next to you. And then you're going to turn over and you're going to say this. Right underneath Matthew it says, I accepted Jesus' invitation into a relationship through a prayer which outlined the terms and conditions of our relationship. It's as simple as ABC and went something like this. Are you following me? This is what you're going to say to the person next to you. And then you're going to read that prayer, which is the ABCs of salvation. Again, there's no magic. This is just a guide. It's like wedding vows. You could say whatever you want as long as you're making the commitment to the person. And it's ABC. A, admit. Everyone say admit. admit. B is believe. Say believe. believe. C is confess. Say confess. Yes. And then you're going to read it to them. And then you're going to say, Jesus, uh, at, the very, very at the very end it says, do you understand that prayer? See where it says that? Yes, two paragraphs down. Do you understand that prayer? And would you be interested in accepting Jesus' invitation into a relationship? You're going to say that to the person next to you. Can I get amen? And if someone says this to you, what I would like you to do is I would like you to say, yes. I would like to accept the invitation. And then what do you do? You, you, you 
lead them through that prayer and have them say with you out loud a little bit at a time. You know, half a sentence, then stop, let them repeat it. Are you with me? Then, here's what we're going to do after that. See this little card we gave you? It's the same prayer as on the card. Open the card up. The same prayer as on the card. You can use the card if you want. At the very bottom it says, text SAVE to 59769. Guess what you're going to do? If they really get saved, you want to say, did you really get saved? And they're going to be like crying. Yeah, I did. Right there in front of you. <laughs> this is a reenactment, but this could happen. Say, did you really get saved? They're going to go, uh, yeah. Can we text that on your phone? Because if they text it on their phone, guess what happens? We start sending them inf information to help you follow up with them. Amen? This is the altar call for today. We're not calling people forward. You're going to do it. That means you got to make sure everybody around you hears it. And then at the end, there's going to be people down here who will pray with them. And if they want, you want to bring them up for prayer, you could do that. But you want to make sure they, that, we, that we follow up with them. Amen? We're going to watch the skit and then we're going to proceed. Let me pray for the skit as the actors come out. Lord, we thank you for this time. And we pray for an amazing, amazing gospel presentation by the thousands today. In Jesus' name, amen. Hello. Mm. Good morning. Hi. Thank you. So, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing fine. Just doing what I got to do to get by. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Miss, no disrespect, but I don't think you could possibly know what I mean. I know, it's hard to believe, but I used to carry around my best little friend in a bag, too. You know, there was a time I didn't even know what day it was. I woke up in strange places, had no idea how I even got there. I was so sick, and others around me could smell it on me. It was never hard for me to tell when there was someone else with the same sickness. That's hard to believe. I mean, you look like someone who has it all together. I started drinking when I was 12. Became an alcoholic at 14. I spent the next... 10 years of my life in a fog. It was the worst 10 years. I destroyed every relationship that I had. How about you? Um, I don't know. I, I've made it this far. I guess this is my life. Well, I'm, I'm living proof. It doesn't have to be. I mean, I used to believe there wasn't anything worth living for that I wasn't worth anything. The drink made me feel good, but it just consumed my every thought and every action. And that numb feeling wears off. And I couldn't face the reality in my life, so I just kept reaching for the next drink I could find. You know, there were a couple of times and I thought I could beat it, mm -hmm. but it never worked. There's no one left. I have a daughter, but I was never there for her. 
don't even know where she is now. Mm. Yeah, toward the end, I didn't have anybody either. It's horrible feeling that alone. But I don't believe in coincidence anymore. And the fact that I'm here with you means you're not alone. How did you do it? I mean, how, how did you get clean? I was just hanging out in front of the liquor store. <laughs> and I saw this young girl, and she reminded me so much of me before I started drinking. <laughs> and I was so alive and full of big dreams. She smiled at me. For some reason, that little two-second smile just broke my heart. I'd come so far from that bright young life and I just fell down on my knees right there and I asked God to take my life, to just end it. I didn't want to live like this anymore. And in that very moment, right there, I heard so clearly in my head, God said, I love you. Come to me. I've been waiting for you. <laughs> oh, my heart just melted. I felt all warm and I don't kind of tingly, but not like a buzz. <laughs> it was different. I mean, it was real. It changed everything. I didn't have that empty, longing feeling anymore. I was, my head was clear for the first time in years. Does any of this make any sense to you? Yeah, I, I think it does. But I can't imagine hearing God talk to me. <laughs> He'd probably have some pretty harsh words. Like, look at you. You never amount to anything good. Stop wasting time on my earth. I know what he wants to say to you, that he loves you. I mean, I'm here to tell you, you can believe it. He knows you. He knows your pain. He felt our pain and more on the cross when he died for us. You know, he died so that we could have new life. I have something that might help explain how to have a new life in him if you want to see it. Thank you. Okay. You're going to see a two-minute clock on, two-minute countdown on the clock. You're going to hear the Brady Bunch song. The last 15 seconds, you're going to hear um, uh, um, uh, Vanilla Ice <laughs> for 15 seconds. That's going to be the last 15 seconds. And during that time, you're going to fill in I was, then Jesus. Amen? And then I'll tell you the next step after that. So go ahead and do that.
VIP. Let's kick it. You guys good? No? Okay, I'll give you another minute. If you just finish writing that out real quick. How many of y'all need more time to write it out? Okay, we can give you another minute. You just go ahead and do that. Can we get another minute of music? Y'all, you have to have the music, huh? You want a minute of uh, vanilla ice. Does he still sing? We got any music? Please ignore the man behind the curtain. Are we good? Uh, first, let me say this. This is something that you will work on for the rest of your life. So I know three minutes you're not going to get it completely right. But it's the spirit of it. So keep working on it and practice and practice and practice. Amen? Amen? Because you'll change those words and word phrase uh, for, for the rest of your life. Now, here's what I want you to do. I want you to turn to someone next to you. And if you feel really froggy, look at someone around you who is alone or doesn't know anybody. Uh, and don't let them sit there by themselves. And just share your story with them in very plain language. Here's a very important part. When you get to the back, make sure you take them through the gospel. And then at the end, if they pray the prayer, for real, you want to text in that number. Amen? So let me pray for you. Lord, I just pray a whole bunch of people get saved. Amen. Amen. Go ahead.
Okay, how's everybody doing? Was that good? You need more time? You have the rest of your life. <laughs> How many of you got through it one time? Did you get through it one time? Did everyone at least say it one time or hear it one time? If you either heard it or said it one time, raise your hand. If you did not hear it or say it one time, raise your hand. Okay, just a few people. What happened? <laughs> huh? She was talking too much. You're blaming it on her. That's messed up. Are you guys related? Are you guys related? Are you related? You're not, do you know her? Oh, I'm glad because you didn't just throw like a stranger under the bus. In front of, in front of the whole world, the whole global audience. Just, just. So everybody heard it or said it one time, right? Okay, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pray. And then I'm going to close the service. And Pastor George is going to come pray for our offering. Um, if you pray to accept the Lord, I want you to text us that number before you leave the room, and we're going to send you some. If you prayed with somebody, if you're not done, stay in your seat and finish the deal. If you want to bring them forward to after, after I pray, after the offering, if you want to bring them forward as everyone's leaving, we're going to have people up here to pray for you. But you did it, you do it. Amen? So what I'm going to do is when I pray, I'm going to ask people to raise their hand if they prayed the prayer so we all can know, but I want you to text that number. Amen? So let's all bow our heads and, and let's pray in all our campuses. <laughs> Lord, thank you so much for all that witnessing that just happened. All the people who are sharing their faith, they actually are doing it. It is simple as that. They just did it. It's not hard. And I pray that we go out and practice this week. Everybody say practice. You have to practice. So this week I challenge everybody in East County, North County, San Ysidro, Coronado, on, online to go practice day in and day out and have that card with you. And if someone prays, text their number, have them text from their phone that they got saved so we can follow up with them. But as we sit here right now, if you just prayed the prayer with the person next to you and you really gave your life to Christ... I just want you to raise your hand up really high and we can see you. God bless. Keep your hand up really. God bless you. God bless you. Real high. Real high. God bless you. 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 Lord, thank you so much for all those people who got saved. Thank you so much. Amen. Let's give him a hand. God bless you. Lord, we thank you so much. And I pray it encourages all of us that, yes, God can lead people to the Lord through us. And I pray this week we would go out and find somebody. We'd be on a mission to look for people. That we would say, who, who's going to hear this message? 
I'm going to get somebody this week. Because there are people in your life walking by you every day who need Jesus. Lord, thank you so much. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Pastor George, amen. Before you leave, before you go, Pastor George is going to pray for us. But let me ask you a question. Was that, was that easy? It's easy. Let's give all those people a big hand who just gave their life to the Lord. Amen. We're my pastoral support team. Amen. So I do want to continue to encourage you. If you, you prayed that prayer, responded to the message, you can text in uh, the word SAVED to 59769. Also, if you're a visitor this morning, we want to uh, just welcome you and encourage you. Or if you rededicated your life to the Lord, you need prayer for anything in our bulletin. We have a response card that you can tear off and drop in the offering, uh, the giving boxes on your way out. Uh, if you want us to follow up with you for any reason, just send you a quick note of encouragement. Uh, so just super easy, encourage you to take advantage of that. But it's time to give of our morning tithes and offerings right now. Let's give the Lord a hand for that. I love giving because it, it's my declaration, God, you're good. You're, I'm blessed and I'm the, the ability to give is a statement of my gratitude to you. It's a, it's a worship that we do. It's, it's never out of obligation. It's out of adoration. So if you're visiting here today, this is for the family. Uh, this is our, our way to, to respond to God's goodness in our life. So we never want you to feel obligated or pressured in any way. This is for those of us that this is our church home. We love Jesus. We want to continue to support the work that he's doing. Uh, so if you've got your offering, go ahead and take that out. Hold it in your hand. And I want to pray over that blessing, a blessing over the offering and a blessing over you as our church family. Father, thank you. Thank you for your goodness in our life. Thank you that we are blessed. You are good. And you're worth it. And we love you with all our heart.